What's up, everybody? I'm James DeBrooker. You do this. You've done this the past two weeks. What? Why, why are you starting with who you are? Why are you changing how you start this 22 episodes in? Well, got to keep things interesting. No. It just confuses me. Okay. Welcome. What's up, everybody? This is Handbook for Handbook for Mortals. I'm James DeBrooker still. <laughs> and I'm Megan Griffin. And thank you. Thank you very much. This is the last episode of the text of the book. Um, There's still, you know, preview and afterward and all that stuff. But this is chapter 21, The World, uh, 22nd chapter, because it's base zero, right? Yeah. Um, And that all will be revealed. Um, So yeah, uh, fuck it, we're doing it live. I have not read this chapter at all. It is like four pages long, so you will be getting essentially the real-time responses to the world. I'm Um, trying to find the book and why it's not on my old tablet. uh Uh-oh. All right. How are we going to do this? We haven't discussed Uh, that at all. Well, I figure, well, um, I mean, it's I'm a quick reader, um, so... You're going to read it out loud and bore everybody? No, I'm not. No, I mean, I'm not going to I'm not going to say read it out loud, but it's just going to be. Oh, that's what I thought we were doing. Oh, well, is that? It's really short. Gosh, it is really short. So here's 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 a question. Um, Is that fair use? I don't know. That's a very good question. I would say I having not done the research on this um, uh, discretion, better part of the valor, et cetera, et cetera. So how about we do this? We take each paragraph and read it. And if we want to discuss anything from it, if not, we just say we're going to the next one. And really what you're doing is giving me a really hefty editing episode. Um, no, 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 no. Um, well, okay, so you know how every episode we kind of summarize the events of the chapter? Sure. Well, we can do that and discuss it as we're, we're going. We'll just be, it'll just be doing it as we're going along. Okay. All right. Uh, so we finish up with the reading of the poem about the trump card, The World. Of course, in the Thoth tarot deck, it is the universe because uh, Aleister Crowley had to make everything a little bit bigger. We've reached the last card in our pack. I'm Mike, the handsome one. He's Mac. A new universe has begun, (laughs) as shown here in card 21. Add on card zero and ten spheres. The 32nd path appears. This earth moon path shows at a glance flesh and imagination's dance. The earthly life snake DNA and Luna's dream girl glide and sway. Mankind moves from the earthly plane to moon's imaginary domain. Already work and play takes place increasingly in virtual space. Man's path through matters warfields led to this dream realm that waits ahead, where we may lift our gaze and see overhead the soul's infinity. Rejoice, this is the promised time of Earth's ascent to realms sublime. Imagination's endless dance is mankind's jeweled inheritance. Imagination then is key to magic's sumptuous territory. Man's verse finds in this moonlight climb its last most satisfying rhyme. So we have uh, the universe as uh, a, a expansion from the material to the spiritual realm, and I am I I think that is much more um, 
artsy fartsy and optimistic than anything that we will find out uh in this chapter what do you think i mean i know how this chapter ends so i agree i just am amused that apparently there is a character and we find out in the very last card named mac in your comic oh yeah 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 um the the uh, poem is narrated by two twin ravens mike and mac um, of course, calling back to Hugin and Mugen from Odin, but it's a it's a separate piece. So yeah, um, read Aren't Promethea all, by Alan Moore. All ravens, twins. Well, you know, I mean, there's 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 twins and then there's twins. Um, <laughs> okay, but but enough about stuff that's good. You're not you're not on this podcast to talk about stuff that's good. You're on this podcast to talk about stuff that's bad. So let's uh, summarize everything that's happened in the book up until this point. Can you do it? Okay. All right. Fucking plot in sixty seconds. Here we go. Nobody said it had to be sixty seconds. No, I know, I know, I know. It's a, it's a, it's a other thing that's near and dear to my heart. All right. So we have the main character Zaid leaves home in Centerville, Tennessee, to get a job at a Vegas stage show. She uses her powers her supernatural powers for personal gain she starts <laughs> dating someone she connect reconnects with her father she falls starts dating someone else kind of but they we would never see jackson and her go on any dates so that's yes, we do they go to the movies a couple times oh that's right they do okay okay she starts dating someone else she falls ill she goes back home she recovers. That's almost like one of those bad, explain a book badly, but not. Because I, I hit all the major plot yes. beats. All right. Well, as as Kinky Friedman and said, did we I'm end wired the last in chapter. Uh, we ended the, the, the last chapter with um, <laughs> Zade feeling happy. So, all right. Um... As Kinky Friedman said, I'm wired and inspired now. Fasten your seatbelts. Let's turn on the juice and cut the damn thing loose. Here we go. It's chapter 21 of Handbook for Mortals. These are so weird. It you may now kiss, kiss the, bride. the bride. Which was discussed in the previous chapter, but we don't know um, who was getting married. And we find out that it is Charles and Della getting married. And remarried. where are they getting married? They are getting married in Vegas, of course. Do you think they're getting married by an Elvis impersonator? I don't know if it actually says. Uh, I, I feel like uh, uh, Della wouldn't be too cool with that. I, I don't know. Um, I have seen a ceremony done by an Elvis impersonator, and it was pretty dope, um, right. all things considered. Um, so I mean, it is a magical wedding, and Zayd does know magic. Right. Uh, so maybe they were maybe they were being married by Elvis, like uh, the spirit of Elvis. This is quite possible. Uh so everyone is having a good time and, and um, laughing and cornholing, except for Buster. Uh, I don't know. Marriage is still skeeve me out. So content warning marriage, I guess. Uh, You're probably the only person I know that needs that. But there is no shaming people that need content warning. I'm just slightly amused. Oh, of, yeah, that of course. No, 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 no. I, I, am, I am only mocking myself with yes. the, the content warning. Uh, Della takes Charles's last name, which I wasn't expecting. I, 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 I was. Do you think she? What? What is Zade's name again? Is it harder? Uh, 
Is it Shahrazad, Shahrazad Esther, Esther Williams? I don't no, know. it's it's not Williams. I feel like it's harder. Fudge! This is gonna bug me. Yep. Zade Holder. Holder. Zade okay. Holder. So I was, close. I was a vowel off. Indeed. All right. Uh, so Della Holder is now Della Spellman. Um, Do you which, think again, she took the last name the first time? I don't. I don't think so. I maybe. Do, 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 maybe maybe it's actually hyphenated and and she's uh she never changed it back so she's Della Holder Spellman Holder Spellman <laughs> okay um oh wait no 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 this is the first time that they got married this is the first time that they got married that's so weird they just did she ever say her parents never got married I can't believe you and Charlie got married. No, no, you no. Always I always said that. you didn't believe in marriage. I, I get that. Um, I just, was it never? I, I guess I, it was never explicitly yeah, she's, said she's talking about. I always saw your dad and I getting married, but I also saw that it was only going to happen if he truly changed, which is something that I never had faith in. So the two of them were living in sin um, before... Uh, C.S. Lewis fucked off. Now, as anybody who's listened to the past 21 episodes knows, that James is nothing if not a super devout Christian and yeah. against living in sin. Oh, we are definitely, we are, we are, we are 21 chapters of fuck them if they can't take a joke in terms of. Like, <laughs> um, everything, well, it was an amazing surprise, I said happily. Everything can change in an instant, can't it? Della laughed and smiled at me. That is definitely a healthy relationship lesson that you want to impart on people. If you're dating a scumbag, don't worry. Everything can change in an instant. Um, but it is an important lesson. Always have faith and remember sometimes the darkest moments really do come before the dawn. Barf. So what we've just learned here, and what I think we've actually learned previously, is that Zade's... Um, love for cliche or um kitschy quotes comes from her mother um all i can think of is like this is my eighth grade binder quotes yeah it feels like della speaks entirely in phrases that you write in someone's yearbook uh and what (laughs) what the very next sentence look at that ending and I will keep all that in mind. That's a sentence fragment. Oh, and... I was talking about the quotation mark and then the period on the outside. Okay, yeah, dangling period. But again, copy editing. It's it's. Would 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 we let that slide in a better book, or would we would we remark on it? If it was not the if it was the very first one, sure. Mm. It's not the first one. Um. So Tom from Jackson's band got on the mic. Now, are Jackson's band playing this wedding? Yes, of course. It's because who else would be playing this wedding? The band that opened for Imagine Dragons. Barf! <laughs> Jesus Christ! Oh, uh, I, I I skipped over this part. I was pretty sure I had never seen anything more magical, and I knew magic. I said that first... earlier. Yeah, uh, yeah. I, I, it, I, it, it's now just leaping at me off. This the is page. why we should have just actually read the chapter. Oh, sh- then, then we missed the um the vivacity of live podcast recording. I'm glad Zade finally admits that her big illusion was pretty shitty. You, where are you? 
No, the very first paragraph. I I was pretty oh. sure I had never seen anything more magical, and I knew magic. <laughs> I that's, think that's a big leap. I, 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 I I'm trying to find the credit to give when I can. Anyway, so so back to. Uh, Tom from Jackson's band got on the mic. Can I get everyone's attention, please? It's time for the bouquet and garter toss. Um, All you single ladies line up. Oh, God. The, the, uh, I don't know. I've, it, tossing the garter is gross to me. I don't think we did that at my wedding, but. Did you toss matter. the bouquet? Do you remember your wedding? Yes, yes. Um, I, I remember my uncle walking up to me right before the ceremony was about to start. And he said, you know. You can still run. And would that I had listened to him. Uh, but terrible. I, I'm, you know, whatever. Counterfactuals presuppose any conclusion. Uh, we, uh, My ex-wife did toss the bouquet. I don't think we did the garter toss. I definitely didn't do the thing where you shove a piece of cake in her mouth. Um, Why not? I, because I think we both thought that was kind of a gross tradition. But I don't know definitely did the bouquet toss um so 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 now there's i think i'm more tense about the bouquet toss than i am about anything else in the book because it is the one thing where there is actual suspense uh quick name female characters in this book sophia okay the girl who does her hair or her clothes whose name is is it there is she named I don't know. There's also the girl who works at the Pretzel God. There's two different Beths. Okay. Beth, yep. 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 A, two uh, Beths. A preponderance of Beths to get all John fucking Green about it. There's Sophia's uh, friend that that sleeps around, but she has a name. I just don't remember it. Okay. Okay. So so uh, you are better at listing off characters from this book than I am. I have uh, read it twice now. That's true. That's true. Um, and I am. I am relatively virginal on this point at least because i was thinking who's going to be in the in the crowd to catch the bouquet as it's it's sophia and (laughs) dot 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 well we do Uh, have that she doesn't believe in those silly superstitions mm -hmm. oh Um, oh so so zade is zade is going to step into the ring um Um, well zade doesn't believe in those because mac is asking if she's going to line up mm -hmm. and uh i do believe mac shoves her yep tries to shove her to the area um della tosses the flowers guess who catches the bouquet you gotta be fucking kidding me (laughs) that's horseshit as mom watched the bouquet miraculously flew past all the women who were desperate to catch it At the last second, I turned to see what was going on, just a time to see it flying at me. I was completely startled as it landed right in my arms. How in the world, title of the chapter, I wasn't even trying to catch it. I was stunned, trying to explain to all the women who were looking at me in disbelief. Then I looked over at Della. Again, why does she call her mother by her first name? Anyways, who was grinning like the Cheshire cat, and I knew exactly how it had happened. I sighed and shook my head. That is a steaming pile of dog shit. Jesus Christ. Can't fight destiny, sweetheart. Some things are meant to be. I hate that he calls her sweetheart because I don't think he's done it at all. Yeah, he should call her something more respectful like toots. 
Oh. Or sweet tits. No, it's gone. <laughs> um. Oh. Oh, yep. so, uh, so this the, is why uh, I'm so glad we did not read this in advance. I, I'm I'm covering up the last the last couple of paragraphs, so I'm I'm doing like the fucking follow the bouncing ball karaoke because you've talked up so much this last line. All right, think there's a okay. Uh, I can't find destiny, sweetheart. So I learned that the hard way. So it seems. Go ahead. Think there's a book or something out there, Zade. Book. I turned to cl- clarify whether I had heard the right word. I was sure he, what he needed. I wasn't sure what he needed a book for because I already caught the bouquet. Yeah, you know, like a handbook for mortal. Oh, you come on! <laughs> Just so I can keep up. What? <laughs> he grinned and winked at me. I smiled back. I'll try to find you one. And they lived they happily, live happily ever, ever after. Or do Oh, come on. And that's where we're stopping because the rest what of this chapter fuck? is supposed to be the start of the next chapter, as it says. I can't wait to find out what happens next. Enjoy the teaser from the second book of in the saga due out in 2018. Wow. I was not expecting the title drop so do you think in the movie that's where the title is going to like the title card is going to show up i maybe i (laughs) huh i okay so i i confess (laughs) i i wasn't expecting the title drop and all throughout i i was i was reading the book going why is it called handbook for mortals why is it called handbook for mortals and I, 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 I simultaneously wasn't expecting the title drop, but it, I, I, I felt it inevitable, um, because it's it's why why would why would Mac need a handbook? He's not just looking for a like he's not going to go out and buy the secret, right? He, it's it's not just some sort of general self help guide. It I, I assume that he's like. So you've decided to get involved with someone who can literally cast spells, right? For dummies or something like that. Yes. That's it's. Oops! I started dating a witch. I I just what? <laughs> it's so bad. No. Everything about this epilogue. This is not a real chapter. This would have been an epilogue. It's just so wonderfully bad. Oh, God. Yeah, you... But, like... It doesn't even... You're so speechless. I love it. It it doesn't set up a sequel, even, because... This book could be done. Right. We still have questions, but... But the book never chose to engage with those questions. And they lived happily ever after, or do they, would be earned if there was any indication in the book itself. I mean, there is. There's the girl that she fights at the mall that kind of appears randomly that is, like, solely there to have a sequel because she's not explained. Right, but 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 that's the thing. She's not given any narrative significance. She shows up no. 
twice. So 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 she's factored out. Um, there's there's never any narrative doubt that Zade would live happily ever after right. with the the person that she she chooses. It's which it's, theoretically she still hasn't chosen. Last chapter was talked about how Mac and Jackson are still you know all is fair and love and war and all that stuff so can we theoretically assume she's chosen mac or are we going to have another book where 50 percent of the plot if not 70 to 90 percent is who do i want to date but but jackson was never even made into a plausible from what i understand romantic rival for Mac, because sure she goes on, she goes to the movies a couple of times with Jackson, right? But from what I understand, Jackson was an afterthought. This was originally not written to have a love triangle, and Jackson is added in after draft number whatever, and it shows quite a bit. Okay, I I I, I believe that, which actually does lend credit to the idea that this was not a one and done. Uh, there were there were multiple passes taken on at this manuscript, right? But then it's just like so much of this plot is who am I going to date that it just has me going. What was in this plot beforehand? Yeah, there's it's there is so little going on in this book that. Let's say you cut out everything about Jackson. You just excise him from the the manuscript entirely. You'd lose what? Six or seven pages total? Of actual, like, literal Jackson, yes. Of her, like, debating whether or not she should date Mac or Jackson. Probably another another ten, we'll no, say. No, so, like, it is, it is literally the plot of the book i mean we have chapters where literally all that happens is she goes i don't know oh, who you're to right. date you're right you're right you're so right. i so, asked the cards and the cards didn't tell me anything anyways i have to go to school bye now so it's like a uh a, a opinion poll where they match incumbent candidate against generic republican or exactly. generic democrat right. do i date mac or generic other guy like i just finished reading um one of the california diaries because a friend of mine is doing a california diaries which is a spinoff of babysitters club um podcast what don't make faces don't make faces these were very important books to me in sixth grade do not make faces listeners at home you have no idea what face i was making maybe it was not a nice perfectly elated face it was not a nice face anyways these books are written to be diary entries. And that is like, this book could have almost been done in diary form and squished down to the 130 pages that I just read of one on the subway. And just as much would have happened as it did in Handbook for Mortals. So my, my only question with that is how do you get the slasher vision in a diary? You don't. And you don't. At what point was the slasher vision necessary? Except for to um, tell us that Mac is creepy. Well, it did. The slasher vision 
did a lot to add tension because it made we uh, thought that the, maybe this book is a murder mystery and we just were missing it well there's that and to stick more closely to the text itself slasher vision makes her interactions with her father much more creepy and sexual this is but true. i repeat myself um and so it it it's it adds it adds spice to the book to have the slasher vision in there um i mean fair point but it it doesn't it doesn't drive the it it doesn't add incident to the book it 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 serves to obfuscate one or two beats of the plot such as it is and and that's about it so i agree that this book could have been done in 120 pages for children um but it wasn't it's <laughs> what like how many pages is this it is uh four, over 400 pages 400. long jesus christ but the type font on it is and the margins are quite large if i remember oh correctly. yeah i mean sure it's not it's not like fucking it's not jerusalem no no um which has very small margins indeed uh but it's the experience of having read this book is odd because (laughs) so little happens and i've spent so much time on it yep it's it is since october really i believe yes october i think it was like the last week of october we started wow damn seems like only yesterday god i was so i was so innocent back in october i was employed um god a whole lot can happen in november december january february march six months yep ish give or take Hey, this book is another fucking slog that I finished in the month of March, so that that continues my streak for that. I don't know. Do you think? Do you think she'll ever write the sequel? Do you think there'll ever ever actually be a movie? I don't know, and I don't know honestly. So I, the so, movie seems to be if if she if there's any ounce of truth to what she says, the movie is technically funded. They're just looking for a director. Okay. So, but it may be a year before we're talking about the movie. Um, I don't know if the sequel has actually been written or if she just wrote this teaser to go with this book. So, if you're Lanny Serum, you could clearly... I, I One assumes that she could do nothing with handbook for mortals ever again and just sort of fade into <laughs> obscurity for, for the most part. At some and, point we'll be like, you remember that book we read? And that, and that would be it. And there would be some, you know, I, I, no one forgets anything on the internet. So there'd be some oh yeah, article on the hate you give wiki or something where it was like, Oh yeah. Uh, d- notorious. We should Author. go see that movie and talk about it when it comes out because I think it comes out later this year. They're they're making a hate you give movie. Yes, they are. Oh, huh. 
Um, so not up on your way talk. Yeah, I'm. I mean, I, 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 I've, I've been skewing more towards A of late. Um, so, 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 do you think that she'll ever do anything with this, or do you think that she'll just cut her losses and run? No, she's going to. This is going to get run into the ground. Like she is going to do whatever she can until she has found every avenue that tells her no. That's that's why I really I really want to know who's bankrolling her. I have no idea. This. I can tell you that Geek Nation's website went down, and one has come up that says the new one is coming soon. So we'll see how that goes. I I I, I stand by my theory that she comes from wealth because no one can get away with this shit like a white person with rich parents. Well, we have found out on this journey that she was going to be a professional ice skater. That said, I mean, you got to have money to do ice skating. Yeah. It's like, it's like, Oh, well, you know, I, I, I wanted to get into dressage, but, and I believe she also at one point said she was, she did gymnastics, but that might be me thinking someone else. She did last week post how she used to work on a Cirque du Soleil show. So, you know. Um, Which I believe. <clears throat> sure. She's just, I, well, it's, it's, it's such an odd Zelig or Forrest Gump to use a slightly more up-to-date reference thing where she has been involved tangentially with so many disparate aspects of showbiz and this is this is really her passion project and i i I don't know i'm i'm if it does get if she gets a second book the question is is geek nation going to be involved and if not what is she going to go from there so i think that's what we're going to be focusing on um because there's no way I don't see another publisher picking this book up. Not not one of the big ones. Um, unless the movie somehow does amazingly well. But we'll see. I I, 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 I could see this coming out on Amazon. Um, you know, the, the self-published thing, which no oh, yeah. shame in that. No, there's um, no shame at all. And it... I don't know. I mean, maybe... We'll, we'll we'll see. I I I hope that it, if it does come out, it comes out in a hardcover book, so I can I can maintain continuity amongst my uh, <laughs> Lanny Serum collection. Uh, or you could just go with you know ebooks going forward. Um, I suppose I could, but that's that's cheating. No, nope. no, it's not. Well, I if if. if if no option is available, I will go for the ebook. Anyways, um, you ridiculous man. Anyways, I, yeah, yeah, you have an e-reader now. You're being ridiculous. Yes, I I do have a I have a I have an e-reading device, and I utilize it for things that I cannot get in um, physical form. Um, you get a Harry Potter and in I, physical form, or massive sets where the physical requirement of lugging multiple books around becomes prohibitive because I was going to read the Harry Potter series on vacation and considering the number of books I brought back with me there is no way I could have brought the number of Harry Potter books I read on vacation with me on vacation with me um 
Same with the Malazan Book of the Fallen. It is way easier to carry around an e-reading device than it is to carry around 11,000 pages of fantasy literature. Um, so we are not done with the podcast. Right. There is we're various going other to things. Do, the next episode we're going to do, we're going to talk about the short scene in this book. It's actually longer than the epilogue we just read. Um, that is supposedly from the next book we'll probably also throw the acknowledgements in that too might as well making the acknowledgements mm-hmm. its own thing might be too mean um and then it's roughly the same size as a chapter um the episode after that someone made a good point or brought it up on twitter and i did not write down who it was sorry about that um but we also had a friend of mine l and facebook start a similar thread of who would be your dream cast for this movie Oh, we aren't doing that now? No. This is going to be a separate episode, James. I am prolonging how long it's going to take us to figure out what we're doing after this. Because I keep hoping that maybe the book's just going to be announced and then we can work out a timeline. But alas... I mean, there's also nothing wrong with taking a break, you know, it's, 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 it's you know, we'll, we'll figure it out. We'll figure it out. Cause I, cause we, I have my Dreamcast ready to go. I'm all, I'm all set. I could do that in my sleep. I could do that blindfolded. Well, I can't, so. Okay. And then we got to sit down and figure out if, are we going to cast Drew? Are we going to cast all these small people that only get named once? So yeah, we got to figure out who we're going to, who exactly we're going to cast. Okay. From this okay. Book. All so. right. All right. Um, um do then, you have it oh go ahead i was gonna say then we're still not entirely sure what we're doing next but we've gotten some great suggestions in the past week and a half oh um, god so here's the running list of things that we've been suggested to do next ready as i'll ever be well you're looking down so oh well oh you're showing it no but you're just like <laughs> do i have your attention Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, So the first idea suggested through all this was to start back over at Chapter Zero. That was suggested by one James DeBrooker. (laughs) Um, The other ideas were, uh, I think actually also you, new, good, yet tangentially related books. Yes, that was definitely me. Um, I suggested we read The Selection because I think you would love to rip that apart. Or Cassandra Clare. Same thing. Um, Elle suggested that we read The Host, which is the lesser lesser um, known Stephanie Meyer book. Yes. Right. Which I kind of really want to do. I haven't read it before. (laughs) You you make faces. Why are you making faces? I th- okay for those of you playing the home game I rolled my fucking eyes at the thought of reading Stephanie Meyer's The Host you just read Lanny Serum's Handbook for Mortals yeah yeah again like fucking four fingers point back when one finger points out I get it trust me I, I hate no one more than I hate myself oh but I love you so much it's okay uh, yeah appreciate it anyway what else have we got on the, the chopping block so sh- Handbook for Mortals Facebook page posted the book that Lady Sarah used as a resource when writing this book. The fuck, I can't remember the name, but something like Ye Old Guide to High Magic or some shit. I can't fucking remember. Modern Magic 12 Lessons in High Magical Arts. 
which I have had one friend that has read this book and said it is actually a decent beginner book, but there's a lot of stuff that's not particularly right. Um, and it does explain her relationship with uh, religion and magic. So that's an oh. option. We probably okay. could knock that out and just do an episode on it, but I'm fairly curious. Okay. Um, and then the last suggestion was that fans of the podcast could write in and rewrite some of these scenes or chapters. Some handbook for mortals, handbook for handbook for mortals, fan fiction. Oh, sure. Yeah. That, oh, yeah, definitely. Definitely. And I mean, we would read that if you wanted us to. Totally. So I would, that would be great. I mean, we've done some, I've done at least some stealth editing of this and rewriting on the air. So that would yeah. be, you know, perfectly, perfectly cromulent. I would even um, throw my own hat into that if anybody else was going to throw in. Um, but I won't release mine until we get at least one other submission. So. If All you right. are interested in doing that, our email address is handbookpodcast at gmail.com. You can also find it in the show notes. Go ahead and send it over. Um, if you want to use a pen name, perfectly fine. If you want to use your real name or like, you know, give your Twitter handle or something like that, please go ahead and do. Be as anonymous as you would like. Um, and again, so essentially the options are same book over. Books that are tangentially related, but better. Or other bad books by authors that are kind of not great people. <laughs> well, I'm not going to shit on someone who writes a bad book, but is like really sunshine and daisies and like a good person who just can't write. Right. And, and I, I think that you're sort of establishing uh, there. there I, I, I'm smelling an implicit limit on the flavor of bad book by bad person like we're not going to do a close read of Mein Kampf for example no god no and there's also a book out there that's um I think it's with love from Siri or something like that that an autistic a woman wrote about parenting her autistic son neither of us can really speak a lot on autism I don't think that is an appropriate subject for us to tackle now I'm going to look up this book I believe that's what it's called um I thought I sent you the information on it weeks ago, and we both kind of agreed that that was not something that we should talk about. But, um, and I also think we should stick YA because I don't know a lot of adult books that aren't great. Um, I could throw another one on there, but it's technically not been released yet, and I want to see how it does after it's been released. But, oh. Yeah, Too Siri with Love. There is the second list is a book riot article, an open letter to Harper Collins about Too Siri with Love. So yeah, yes. there's there's if, drama. If about you are that. interested in, in knowing more about that book, go read that book riot article. It is fantastic. I if I remember while editing, we'll try to link it in the show. Um but yes, like Cassandra Clare has been accused of plagiarism, um, of Harry Potter, you know. Stephanie Myers is actually like this one wasn't suggested as one to rip apart, but more of like most people go after her Twilight series. You know, let's read The Host. Let's, it's something different. It's something I haven't read. Um, the Selection, that author, oh man, she is wonderfully crazy. Um, and went after people who left bad reviews. Oh. Yeah. That's a lot of drama. I'm. Like, oh, on that note, Lanny Serum, you have like an episode and change to get at us and 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 slag on us um yeah and obviously like 
when the book's announced, we'll probably do, if the next book's announced, we'll do probably like a special episode of like, hey, the book's been announced and we're going to do it uh, when the movie finally gets announced. Yeah, like this is our primary goal, <clears throat> but I feel like we should keep something going unless it's like we get to August and nothing's been announced kind of thing. We well, we'll see. cross that bridge when we come to it. Yes. But in the meantime, um, we have recommendations, right? We do. You already sort of skipped ahead by giving the contact information. So... I just gave it just for that thing. Like, oh, stop right, it. Right. You stop it. Um, so you I jumped am... ahead in the freaking introduction just to give your name. <laughs> well, <laughs> I edited it last time. I'm not editing it out this time. Actually, That's I put not... it at the end of last episode. But... Um, so I'm going to recommend a series of books by uh, Jessica Salmonson. They're um, called the Tomoe Gozen series. T-O-M-O-E. Oh, sorry. T-O-M-O-E-G-O-Z-E-N by uh, it's Jessica Amanda Salmonson is the author. Uh, they are swords and sorcery novels set in a magical feudal Japan uh, based loosely on an actual female samurai named Tomoe Gozen. There are three books in the series. It's Tomoe Gozen, uh, The Thousand... Shoot, what are the other two novels? Um... Oh, Golden Golden Naganata and the Thousandfold Shrine, I believe. Uh, you have this information pulled up already. Come yep, on. Thousand Shrine Warrior. There we go. Tomoe Gozen, Golden Naganata, Thousand Shrine Warrior. They're really good. Uh, they are swords and sorcery in the, the classical uh, Robert E. Howard mode. Um the uh fantasy roleplay game maker uh ron edwards plumped for them in his take on the whole swords and sorcery genre called uh sorcerer and sword which is a great summa of the genre if you're interested in that go check that out um but yeah female authored fantasy with a strong female character they're all really good so the tomoe gozen series by jessica amanda samlinson she also has an anthology that champ uh, edited called Amazons that's really good. All right. So the day we're recording this is the day after comic book day, which is Wednesday if you don't read comic books. And Saga just released its 50th issue, which took six years to do. It has, is a very rare comic in that one, it's absolutely fantastic every single trade. And two, the same person has been writing it and the same person has been doing the artwork on it the entire run. And I don't believe that's ever going to change. Um, it is heartbreakingly fantastic. It deals with a lot of social issues that, and it handles them well. Um, I'm not going to spoil, but it is also a space opera and is hilarious and does things like randomly just like we'll put a penis on the page. So not for kitties. Um, like I opened the first issue or I opened issue 50, which um, I have not read 49 yet. So I can't actually read 50, but it flopped open. And the first page is definitely a sex scene. And I was like, oh, I shouldn't have this at work. Um, but overall, it is 
absolutely fantastic and occasionally makes me cry. And it is, in my opinion, and opinion of most people I know, one of the best, if not the best, running comic right now. Especially one of the best non-superhero comic right now. You're making a face. Do you not agree? That's not I, a bad face. It's more like a you're running through the comics you read face. Yeah, yeah. I, 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 I... Do you read Saga? I, I, I have read Saga. It's on my list. I have the whole run of it. I just haven't sat down to read it all. Oh. Um, it's you, yeah. I, I've got the whole thing. You should do that this weekend. I well, I need to organize my comics first, and that's a whole. I'm not getting into that. But anyway, anyway. Um. So yeah, Saga. Uh, Tamoe goes and good recommendations all. Um, if they have things up to and including Handbook for Mortals fanfic, uh, where how can they how can they transmit it to us? Nope. Try again. That's the last thing we do. Oh, where else can they find us? Yeah, where can people find you, James? Oh, um, over the tabletop, a two-player board get game podcast with myself and my partner Aaron. <laughs> over the tabletop podcast dot lib it's on libsyn just it's over the tabletop podcast in your internet search engine of choice fucking ask jeeves about us you'll find us but yeah uh over the tabletop we're also on facebook at over the tabletop twitter gmail etc uh what about you uh i host two other podcasts judging book covers podcast which is about to have its one year anniversary and Mm. leading up to that we we actually released a two-parter on pet cemetery um which was fantastic. You should go listen to that and then uh, listen to our anniversary episode this coming Sunday. Um, and my other podcast is Fabulous Retellings, where we go through fairy tales and fables retellings. Um, we are in the middle of our Bluebeard season, and I just realized I haven't released the episode for this week. Shit. Womp womp. Um, so that'll be going out after this. Um, we just... So... Yeah. The episode that I'm about to release is we talked about Crimson Peak as a Bluebeard retelling. Um, And then the episode coming up, we talk about the Korean movie Bluebeard. So go listen to both of those. And uh, there's a lot of laughter in those. Um, What would you... uh, Never mind. It's on on your podcast. Um, What? I, I was going to ask what you thought of Bluebeard because I thought that movie was pretty whack. But oh, are you actually going to listen to my podcast? I well, you had mentioned that it, you had watched it, and so I, I realized that rather than talk about it on this episode, I could just listen to. Are you podcast. actually going to listen to my podcast? I I may or may not. Who can say? You're such um, a dick. Um, but yeah. Uh, now, where can people find us? They can find us at uh, judging book fuck no actually you're not uh, wrong we are at judgybookcovers.com um and um they can email us at handbookpodcast uh-huh. at gmail.com yep and guess what that's also our facebook and twitter pages Woo! our facebook group though is a handbook for judging fabulous retellings podcast it's a closed group come talk with a bunch of book nerds about random things um occasionally about this podcast um you yeah random reminder like you're judging book covers like there's a there's an introduction for you all it is is a picture of solstice 
No, that's totally fine. That's all. That's all anyone needs to know about me is that I have I have solstice. I figured as much, but just just wanted to make sure you knew. So. Appreciated. No, no, no. That was that was that was that was, that was my choice. Um, so, all right. Does that wrap it up for this week? That wraps it up for this week. Join us next week when we go through the preview for the next book and the acknowledgement section. Woo. Um, I remain James Brooker. And I'm Megan Griffin. 